Great. Well, wonderful. So today my guest is Mario Radinger from Germany. Uh, so glad to see you today, Mario. And uh, well, we've known each other for a while uh, through the Quantum Healing Forum. And um, so I'm really glad that we can connect like this uh, today. And um, so would you like to introduce yourself a little bit and tell us uh, who you are, where you live? I'd love to. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Good morning, uh, Patricia. Good morning, uh, everyone. Uh, thanks for having me. This is such a pleasure. I'm uh, in Germany right now. And um, this is where I mainly live and work. I also live in, in Spain on the beautiful island of Mallorca, uh, traveling back and forth, so to speak, at the moment. But right now I'm here in Frankfurt. And um, yeah, I'm a quantum um, healing practitioner, quantum hypnosis practitioner like you. <laughs> and like you said, that's how we've known each other for uh, a couple of years now. And it's, it's great to be able to connect this way. Thank you for having me on. Patricia. Yes, it's so nice. And, uh, and I remember that you started with um, uh, QHHD, uh, didn't you? Uh, the technique of Dolores Cannon, and um, um, I can't remember when exactly, because I did a training in England, but I'm not sure. I don't think you were there. We, we were from a different year, aren't we? Yeah. Yes, I think I started uh, a bit later than you, because um, I started in 2014. Oh, yes. I remember because it was the year that uh, Dolores transitioned. Ah, yes, and, exactly. Um, so yeah, I didn't have a chance to to um, join a live class because at the time she wasn't really traveling anymore and not working anymore um, in that way. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> 2014. Yeah, and and how did you discover uh, quantum healing? Well, my my best friend um, and I we were on this spiritual journey together you could say um i think we were both in our in our 20s like 25 around that age and we we talked about philosophy religion um metaphysics entered the spiritual realm at some point and one day he sent me a youtube link of an interview that dolores did and I had never heard of that woman before or her technique. Um, I was not a hypnotist at the time. Um, I was doing something completely different. I was um, a journalist, actually. Really? Well, maybe not that different now that I yeah. <laughs> <laughs> compared it to. But I was in, in the, the normal kind of journalistic um, business. Jur journalism business and um, also a dance teacher so completely like different areas you could say and um, I saw the video and after one or two minutes I knew that this was important in some way my whole body was reacting in a very intense way I had shivers everywhere tingles down my spine and I knew yeah. that whatever this woman is saying is true and 
I have to learn yeah. what she's doing. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And, and that's how I found QHHT. Um, and I think a month later, we already had, we did the course and we, we both actually did the course and we had the qualification and started this um, incredible journey. Wow, amazing. I think I can remember that um, your friend, um, uh, didn't he write a song for Dolores in that time? We did. Yeah, um, I remember. Yeah, he, um, he started actually, I think it was the day after we found out that Dolores um, transitioned. Yeah. And he felt inspired and st started writing a song. Yeah. And had quite a profound time doing that because we we dearly loved Dolores and we, we did love her at the time, even though we had never met her personally. But I'm sure you know what I mean when you probably have met her yeah. <laughs> personally. Um, but there's just so much love surrounding her. And, and we had always felt that yeah. from the yeah. start. And so the song was created, right? And he sent it to me, like, what do you, asking me, what, what do you think? And I added like my part and then this beautiful collaboration um, wow. came into being. And it, yeah, it was, I think, also a great process for us to kind of deal with, with the loss. Exactly. I can remember it. <clears throat> it really touched me. And uh, I thought it was amazing that, that you, you did this for her. And um, um, Thank you. it's quite an interesting journey, isn't it? That because you are the one who uh, translated Dolores, her book in German, didn't you? I did. Yes. Yeah. Um, I, I was approached by um, Ozark Mountain Publishing. Dolores Publishing Company and um, it was great it was um, wonderful doing that yeah, yeah. great experience <laughs> yeah and uh, if I remember correctly you started translating the book after Dolores passed didn't you yes yeah so how was it like to to do that to work with her book and to translate it uh, did you feel some sort of connection to her oh I did I I felt like she was standing right there behind me, looking over my shoulder every time I sat down to work on that translation. And I felt like she was making sure that I was doing it right. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> and yeah. giving me little corrections and telling me, no, this should be different. And um, yeah, I felt very connected in, in that year, half a year, I think, or three quarters of a year it took because I wanted to do a really good job, yeah, as you yeah. can imagine. And it's so a big I really, honor, yeah. I took my time and I, um, I tried to do the best that I could. Yeah, well, that's really amazing, yeah. And it's so important to, to bring her books in, in other languages as well, eh? so, so more people can, can find uh, all this knowledge and wisdom that she shared uh, with us. So, yeah, exactly. that's really amazing. Yeah. You know, I had so many clients um, uh, telling me that they would love to read Dolores' books at the yeah. time, yeah. like years ago, but because of the language barrier, they they were not brave enough. You know, like yeah. you, there are many people 
in German still today who don't speak English fluently. Um, it's you know you can't expect someone to speak English here, and I think it's kind of yeah. similar in the European countries. Yeah. Yes, and there reading, are many people. Reading is a different story, isn't it? Even if you speak yeah. English, I mean, reading a five hundred pages book uh, yes. <laughs> can be challenging <laughs> if you don't. Uh, uh, um, yeah. If your English isn't that good, so it's really brilliant that you you translated that in German, and. Yes. Um, um, it's kind of interesting that you you told me that you were a journalist, because um, now I understand that um, um, yeah that that makes a step a bit closer to 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 make that effort because I know uh, what a journey it can be to write a book and it's it's uh, it's a journey in itself. Yes. So, and at some point you wrote your own book. Would you like to tell us about it? Oh, <laughs> I'd love to. Thank you, Patricia. Um, yes, I um, um, actually started writing my book before I translated Dolores' book. Really? Because of all the clients that told me they would love to read about quantum hypnosis, but not in English. And so that's actually what gave me the, the, the initial impulse to, to write a book because I was thinking, okay, if there, if there are no German translations of, of Dolores books, then someone in Germany has to write a book, you know, about this work because it's, it's too incredible to, to not be known, you know? people should know about this work and the, the, the amazing potential that, that it has. And so I started, but it was very early and I, I didn't really know in which direction to go. And um, then the translation work started happening. So that was kind of going on parallel ah. and working on Dolores book really helped me find out in which direction I wanted to go with my book. So they, it kind of went hand in hand and, wow. and, and helped each other. And so um, I started collecting material over the years. Um, and at some point, the, the folder was uh, <laughs> actually <laughs> thick enough to, to be able to say, okay, this book is um, going to be born. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, and that happened um, at the end of last year wow. for the German version of my book, Soul, Soul Journeys, um, and the English version just came out last week. Uh, so, congratulations! Thank yeah. you so much. It's really great. <laughs> yeah. And um, now we also know each other, not only through Dolores' work, but also through um, Beyond Quantum Healing, uh, the technique that uh, Candace Crow Goldman uh, initiated. And um, now I remember when I wrote my book, I sometimes got confused, like, okay, am I, am I going to write about QHHT or Beyond Quantum Healing or my own technique? Because we all develop our own style, don't we? And right. uh, so how was that for you? Well, um, 
quantum healing is the, the concept that that Candice um, Craw Goldman um, created or or defined, you could say, is such a gift to to humanity because it is such um, how do you say a cont contemporary appropriate version of quantum hypnosis you know you could say um, because that's actually what I have found for me to be the the term that felt most appropriate uh, I am a trained hypnotist and I use hypnosis with my um, clients and so I consider myself a quantum hypnotist and I'm a quantum hypnosis facilitator but I totally understand what quantum healing means because in many of these sessions healing takes place and if not in all of them and so um, healing is a big part of it but in German in Germany, you have to be cautious when you use these terms because of laws and regulations. And um, you actually need a, like a, a conventional medical education to be able to use the term healing. Nice. So um, I chose quantum hypnosis. <laughs> yes, it's great. And it, and it does cover what it means, doesn't it? Yeah. Yes. And um, I, when I hear your story, it's kind of like that you are uh, a soul journalist, isn't it? Huh? It's true. Yes. Yeah. In, in hindsight, I, I can say that um, the journalist part was a great preparation for the work that I'm doing now. I didn't know it at the time. I really believed I would become a conventional journalist writing for magazines and newspapers um, but now I understand that like you said I'm a journalist in a different way exactly yeah. because uh, in my experience during <clears throat> sessions it's so important uh, to ask the right question and yes. I can imagine that as a journalist you are really trained in, in asking uh, the right questions so yeah. I feel that way it it helped me a lot um, yeah. to, to learn how to do that and also to to always try to keep an objective perspective yeah you know as quality journalism does as well and um, I also studied cultural anthropology in university and that is very similar it um, it, it taught me how to, to get to the bottom of things and to explore unknown territory from a very neutral point of view. And I believe it's very important in the work that we do to be able to, to, to keep that. Exactly, yeah. So it's, it's about <clears throat> observing things, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. We, and this, oh, sorry. Uh, you know this we when we work with clients we are um their travel companions we are their supporters we are their caretakers 
and their guardians, so to speak. And so we have to be able to to not get lost in the 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 stories and um, whatever is happening. We have to hold that space for them. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. so yeah, that that was a great help. <laughs> yeah. 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 And you have such a gentle energy. I can imagine that uh, it's so great for people to have a session with you. And uh, I, hope. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> and, and when you studied um, anthropology, um, I wonder, I'm just curious, do you have something with Asian uh, cultures or? Asian culture. Is, is that a strange question that I ask? <laughs> because I saw, I, I saw an Asian guide before we started this interview so i thought would it be something that's connected to uh, to mario yeah well it's it's interesting that you ask this question because um i have been asked before actually in my life yeah um, about asian connections yeah which um i've always been surprised by but um um since it happened several times there must be something to it so yeah i can totally confirm that to you patricia and um i once did a, a dna uh test I, I got it as a gift for my, for my birthday and it actually turned out that i have some asian really DNA. yeah <laughs> <laughs> not a lot but still a bit and so yeah oh, that's so interesting yeah <laughs> Yeah. And well, this brings me to another question that I had um, when I was looking at your website and I noticed that you, you do so many things. You also do Akashic uh, record readings, um, which is kind of like um, a mediumistic skill, isn't it? And, um, yeah. and uh, well, this is something that I, I, I also do, um, although I'm not, I always are a bit in doubt when to call it uh, the Akashic record or the quantum field. Um, what is your opinion about that? How do you see uh, the Akashic record? What is the difference between the Akashic record and the quantum field? To be honest, I think it's the same. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah. just two terms. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> two terms for the same thing. One might be a more mystical ancient term and the other is like a more contemporary yeah. word for it um but it's i think we're talking about the same source of information you could say um yeah. and yeah i would not differentiate between the two exactly yeah this, this was my feeling as well but so uh it's interesting that you see it uh, like that and um now the same question that um, clients ask on a regular basis um, is what is the difference between a dream experience and a quantum healing experience how would you see that oh that's a very interesting question um a dream experience um either in at night or in the daytime, daydreams, right? They exist as well. I think in both instances, you tap into that quantum field. And it, it's a shift in consciousness when you dream. 
in any case. So you you are able to kind of shift your consciousness from this physical reality into, let's say, a non-physical level, because there are probably many different ones and many different areas you could travel to, but you are shifting it away from the physical plane and you tap into that when you dream. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So um, how do you see um, the experiences that people see during the session? Um, because I know that sometimes it can be very symbolic, just like in a dream world. And, and sometimes it can be really um, like uh, almost a physical memory that people recollect. And um, how, what do you say to clients when they have doubts about um, how to interpret the experience in a session? Well, this is where trust comes in, I believe, which is one of the most crucial concepts when you work with your inner guidance. You, the more you, you trust in the information that you receive and the source of the information, the better your position is to understand and integrate the information. Because no matter what came to you and how it came to you, it was the most appropriate information and the most the most appropriate way of receiving it for you. Exactly. And um, you know if it's meant in, in a symbolic way or if it was a memory. Like, no one else has to tell you that, you know? Um, you know, you know that. I, I, I feel like my clients, they... When I say that to them, they are understanding what that means. And especially immediately after that experience, um, when it's still so fresh, you know, and vivid, and they're like, okay, yes, I can see the symbolism, or I know this was a memory. The, I also think that the emotions are a very good... Um, tool in trying to, to differentiate because memories are very, very often connected to profound emotional experiences. And dreams and, and symbolism are, in my experience, a bit more removed, you could say, from, yeah. from profound emotional response. Yeah. So yeah. that can be kind of like a, a tool to help. Exactly. Yeah. Out. Exactly. It's so fascinating. Yeah. And um, during a session, do you uh, combine the different techniques that you use or? Yes, definitely. Um, that was something that I felt the urge to do from a very early time on. Um, you remember this in 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 the community um, at the time when there was 
only QHHT, there were already some 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 members who felt like this could be combined yeah. with other techniques and other modalities and other abilities. And I remember that from the start, I felt that way. Yeah. Um, but at the time, it was not not um, officially considered or, or discussed. And um, so I felt very much at home with the quantum healing, the BQH concept from early on, because it felt authentic to me. It felt organic to me. Yeah. And I had always given myself permission to do whatever needed to be done in that yeah. moment with that person. But of course, I respect um, and honor um, 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 legal, you could say, limitations. And so I, I'm very um, clean about this. I uh, offer my clients the original quantum hypnosis that uh, Dolores taught and, <laughs> and facilitated. And I also offer the soul journeys, which are my method of quantum hypnosis that allows me to, to do whatever needs to be done. Exactly. And it's so wonderful that both can exist. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And it's great because um, there are people who need one thing and there are people who need another thing and w when you're able to offer um both it's great exactly exactly i love to i love that that um um that wealth you know of, yeah absolutely <laughs> absolutely it's like um <clears throat> um yeah that's that's what i find so beautiful about beyond quantum healing that um the only limit there is is the is the limit that we set for ourselves. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> and um, <clears throat> could you tell us a bit about um, your travels to uh, Mallorca? Because I understand that you live part of the year in Mallorca. And um, is, is quantum healing a part of that uh, choice to do that? or? Um, it's becoming a part of it. <laughs> <laughs> at, at the beginning, it was... Um, just the the inner the urge or the impulse to change the scenery because i have been living in in a big city um for over a decade now and um because of friendship connections i had been traveling to mallorca quite regularly and whenever i was there i realized that i I feel great. I feel, I mean, not that I didn't feel great in Frankfurt, but I felt different in a way. I felt lighter and um, I loved being surrounded by nature. Yeah. That was a big aspect. And so um, my closest friends um, and I, we, we all felt the same impulse that we should spend more time on yeah. that island. And it also has a, like a very mystical, beautiful energy. Really? Apart from, from everything that you hear about this island in regard to tourism, yeah. there's still a very, very 
organic, magical vibe to it when you get there. And especially in the part of the island where, uh, where I or where we live, it's a bit more untouched. It's a bit more um, natural. And um, we very much love and appreciate that. And so some of my friends have moved there completely yeah. last year. And I am sort of traveling back and forth because uh, I I love working with my German clients. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. yeah. And not all of them would travel to um, to to Mallorca for um, a session. Of course, you can do a lot online now, which helps. Yeah. But uh, I really honor um, my German clients, and I uh, I love working with them here. So. I go back and forth. It's great. Absolutely yeah. great. Yeah. But there are also um, clients on the island. I've um, actually started working there more than I expected. Um, my Spanish is not, not good enough yet, but there are, um, there are quite a lot of German and English speaking um, people on, on the island. And it's great to be able to bring the gift of quantum quantum healing or quantum hypnosis um, to that place. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I noticed something that, <clears throat> and maybe it's because of all the changes in uh, many countries and uh, societies, um, but I know we are in the shift and uh, we all know that we are uh, yeah. on our way to uh, create this new earth that Dolores wrote about. And, um, but what I noticed is that the last year, it seems as if many people are starting to uh, move to other countries. And, oh, yeah. um, and I'm not sure if it's just uh, that I notice these things and it's just a coincidence or uh, if this is really taking place. But I see so many people moving to other countries and as if I believe that sometimes we are needed in a certain place. And maybe yes. because we need energy or maybe we because we bring a certain energy how do you see that when um exactly the same yeah um just in the last year i you know my best friend moved to to spain um i started moving to spain uh, my sister moved to ireland um really? and other friends of mine moved to south america it's yeah it's definitely happening what you're describing. And I think you, you nailed it when you said that these places are crucial to, to move to for, for the, the, the person. Um, I, I think, or I feel like, um, this is such a, a profound moment in history yeah. that many paths are leading into new chapters. Yeah. And this could be because the person has changed in a way that is more resonant with the new place. Or it could be that the person needs to move to the new place in order to change something there to bring yeah. something there and we know this from our sessions that there are many possible reasons 
why uh, why things happen the way they do and um at least in my small reality in my universe i can definitely see why people move to where they where they moved yeah interesting isn't it so fascinating very yes yeah yeah and and um what is your take on the new earth how do you see it when you look at what everything that's happening right now how do you see this new earth big question that's, isn't it i'm sorry <laughs> i don't think of these questions before the interview they just pop up you know <laughs> well i think it's a great question and i um i love talking about it and yeah. um From what I I have gathered, um, from what I have learned in regard to the information that has come up come up about this in my work and from other channels, um, I believe there is something happening on a collective level, but also on the personal level. And these two are intertwined. And I believe that each personality that, I was, that is incarnated here at this time has their own journey to make and their own choices to make. And they, everyone has their own private reasons for doing um, what they do and making the choices that they make and um, which is actually a great school to to release judgment, I have learned. Because the new earth concept contains a lot of pitfalls, I believe, as well. Yeah. Especially when it comes to spiritual ego, that concept. Um, because there are different paths to take and I have learned to to respect and honor each and every person's path because I believe that people are smarter than they might appear on the outside and everyone has their inner guidance and their life plan and um, their overall direction and so I, be I believe everyone is choosing the path that they're meant to, meant to choose. And I feel like the new earth is definitely part of my path. Um, but right now I'm very much occupied with helping people find out what their path is. Because I, I try to live in, in the present moment as much as I, I can. And so at times I, I try to, to detach myself from that whole topic and just do the work that I can do right now. And that is when a client comes to me, I help them figure out what their path is. Yeah. And everything else will will come when the time is right. <laughs> Absolutely. It's so beautiful how you say that. And um, <clears throat> now, um, when you wrote your book, Soul Journeys, um, I noticed that you started um, 
with explaining what um, the quantum hypnosis is. And I thought it was really um, amazing how you described it. And I think many people can uh, can learn from it and, and, and get some understanding about what is it. And really good to read it before a session, I think. And, um, and I know uh, you've written client stories uh, in your book. Is there one particular story that is close to your heart or closer to your heart? Because I, I, I think we're always connected from a heart uh, space when we have sessions. So, But is there one um, particular session that stands out for you? Well, I've, I've kind of entered that, that phase of, of this work where I, I lose... <laughs> <laughs> the overview, you know, you know this. At, at the beginning, you kind of remember every single uh, yeah. client and every single session. And at some point, it's just too many, yes. and you kind of lose lose track, which is completely appropriate, I believe, because yeah. um, I remember that Dolores, she, she was quite radical in that way. She said, "The moment someone left my office, I forgot." all about their session yeah. which was very smart i believe because you have to kind of cleanse your own field as well right because you yeah. you're sharing it with the people that you work with which is necessary and it's yeah. beautiful but in order to be able to do the best work you can you have to take care of yourself you know this <laughs> and um so she immediately let go of it I can't do that. I have to. I'm not able to do that. I carry um, at least the memory um, for a bit longer. But now I've kind of entered territory where uh, I I can't remember all of them. But coming back to your question, um, the most recent one actually was very very profound. Um, um, in that. I got to work with someone who was really, you could say, at the bottom of their reality. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know what I mean? Some people have like they, they hit rock bottom yeah, before like they the, rise again. Like the dark night of the soul. Exactly. And from all the sessions I had done this year, this one was the most intense in that wow. regard and the young woman had she did such a great job she had such a wonderful journey and she was able to heal in in such a beautiful way that i was almost in tears <laughs> yeah. Yeah. even though I, I i keep my cool like very well but it was just so beautiful to see and yeah. You know, when you're connected to the higher energies, when you're doing this work, that you also, you release for the client. Yeah. And so I felt that in that moment, I, I, I got to do that. I was allowed to do that. And um, it, that the, the young woman sent me uh, an email um, a couple of days ago and it, it was just another proof of 
the amazing potential of this work because she felt like born again. Oh, that is so beautiful. Reborn and and she feels like being in the light again. Yeah. And what else could you wish for, right? (laughs) Exactly. That's the best thing that you can wish for. Yeah. Yeah. And it's such a beautiful experience because it's such a intimate experience to be part of someone's soul journey, isn't it? And to know that you can be someone like who can show these little lights and uh, to have them experience how it is to to find that light within. It's it's really amazing. Yeah. I I consider it um, a privilege to be able to do this work. Yeah. Because in this world, it's, it's not common to really let someone in, yeah. to really open your heart and let someone in and, and share your light and your dark with them. Yeah. And after all these years, I'm still amazed by the, the bravery of the people who are sitting on, on my couch. Yeah. That with with a stranger, you could say, you know, that they had never met before, or at least on the surface, not not yeah. met before, um, that they they gra- they are granting you the right to to look into their heart. Yeah. And I appreciate that so much. I I respect that. I honor that. And that's what makes me gives me the drive to do the best work that I can. Yeah. Every single time, it's it's just beautiful yeah. to witness that. It's absolutely, and I'm so glad that you shared this story because I think it really captures the essence of quantum hypnosis and and quantum healing. Um, it, it's about meeting each other in this essential place of the soul, and yes. um, yeah, it, it makes you feel humble, doesn't it? Exactly. And um, I don't want to like spoil, <laughs> give a spoiler to, to the book, if anyone's in, interested in, in maybe reading it. But one of the conclusions that um, the book comes to at the end is that we need each other. Yeah. We need each other to, to, to grow in so many ways. And with the book, I've tried to explore that 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 topic um, of how souls are connected, how lives are connected, how constellations of personalities are, are connected and and necessary for the for development. And um, I think in in each session, like you just said, this is spotlighted. Um, yeah. Because yes. People could do what they do in sessions by themselves. You know this. We all have the potential to to do this by ourselves. But we live in a world in which we have forgotten how to do that. Yeah. Or we never had the chance to, to remember or learn, relearn how to do that. And so... I feel every single session is an opportunity to help someone remember how to do that. 
and that is easier right now at least maybe in the future it will change but right now it is easier to do that together with someone else at least for many people I, yeah. in my experience and i basically see this as like the the core of what we're doing yeah we yeah. are um helping people remember how to get into in touch with their inner guidance so that they can do it by themselves exactly that's so beautiful yeah i think you really captured the core of, of yeah this amazing amazing technique that we can use and and it's almost strange to call it a technique because it's not about the technique yeah. it's about making that connection yes and, and and that's what you mentioned it's, it's all about offer the space isn't it to to connect yeah yes it's, it's so amazing what you do yeah thank you so much I mean, you do the same <laughs> and you wrote a beautiful <laughs> book as well oceans yeah. of love right and yeah. so you you have walked this or you are walking the path that i kind of set foot on and um i i'm so grateful for for everyone that has written a book about this work in the last years like you patricia because it has motivated me oh. to do the same for for the for this country that i live in yeah because that was the original intention behind it. And um, it was such an inspiration to see you and other people like Barbara Becker um, to, to write these books about the work, because I, I think everyone should know about this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so kind of you to say. And, and I had the same feeling. And this is why I started interviewing um quantum uh <clears throat> forum members because i felt like um there are so many people who are writing those amazing stories and i feel it's so important to, that we share it and uh because it's constantly evolving and changing and and um we need to make those connections right now because this is the time of change isn't it so yes so i'm really grateful that um you wanted to be my guest today and uh to well, share your story <laughs> are you kidding of course i <laughs> um that was not a question i'm i'm so grateful for you to, to have me on on your channel and um when you when you said that everything is like evolving you know <laughs> it's so funny because i'm already in the middle of the second book <laughs> i was wondering yeah oh you are oh that's great it's, yeah it's it's um it kind of uh, birth itself um so it's a very interesting journey to be on because um I, i'm so glad that i um the the english the international version got published um last week and um i'm already working on the next on volume two <laughs> wow that's really great yeah would you it's like fun. to to share a little bit about the the next book that you're writing what it's about and oh yeah um well the first book is very much focused on um uh, session stories that contain 
human reincarnation. Yeah. And I, I tried to, to create a book that serves um, people well who are at the beginning of their spiritual journey, you could say, who might not have heard much about quantum hypnosis or quantum healing yet. And so it's kind of like an introduction into the topic. And um, I start with, with um, uh, introducing the realm of human incarnations, wow. so to speak. And the second book will go beyond that. Oh. Um, it will um, expand its focus onto existences on other planets or in other form. And um, so it will be kind of like uh, level two, so to yeah. speak. Yeah. Oh, that's so, <laughs> so fascinating. Everyone. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. It's, it's fascinating writing it. I'm very much looking forward to, to um, gifting this book to 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 the world you could speak yeah it's it's fun writing it <laughs> absolutely and, and do keep us posted um, when it is uh, published and uh, oh, and how can people pleasure. find your books <clears throat> well they um they can of course um find them on amazon the um the german uh, version of the first book the english version um they can um, find it as a paperback or a soft cover, I think you say, or in yeah. German we say Taschenbuch, um, but also as um, an ebook, of course. Thanks. And um, if you don't like Amazon, if you don't use Amazon, there are other channels as well. You can, of course, buy them uh, through my homepage, thesouljourneys.com or um, through Bookmundo or in the bookshop. You can, you can order them in any bookshop. Um, so, yeah. So thesouljourneys.com, great. And um, <clears throat> yeah, I think it's really amazing that you mentioned this about um, the second book being about um, incarnations on other planets. <clears throat> Sorry. I'm also working on the, the next book, um, uh, uh, the follow-up of, of Ocean of Love. And this is also about incarnations on other planets and, and the communication oh, with those beings. <laughs> and yeah, I, I really feel that we are being called to, um, to write about it. And um, because I think um, we are entering a stage uh, where more people will um, get to experience or meet or maybe have encounters um, with other life forms. And so I think um, writers and, and quantum healers uh, are part of that um, well, almost introduction, I, I would say, like making people aware of it, that it's kind of normal and nothing to fear, but it's, it's, it's just other, um, um, other vehicles that we can incarnate in and, yes. and have incarnated in. So, oh, I'm really looking forward to your book. And I think it's uh, absolutely amazing that uh, it's kind of similar. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think you're so right. There is some preparation taking place. And there are so many beings on, on this planet incarnated in human form that came from somewhere else. Yeah. To keep it general. And... Yeah. 
I believe it's important for them to become aware of that and to remember where they came from, why they came here, why they're here. And this happens a lot in our work, right? These instances of remembering who they really are outside of this human vessel and um dolores did that so greatly with her books yeah you know so many people remembered because of reading her material yeah because suddenly they knew there are i've always felt this way yeah oh my god now i know how to interpret that and it has brought so many people closer to, to their essence. And I, I mean, I think I can speak for you as well, probably when I say that with this next book, I'm trying to, to contribute a little bit to that. You know, if, if only one person reads is going to read this and it will bring them on the path of remembering it was already worth writing the whole yeah the whole book <laughs> beautiful beautiful well thank you so much and um thank you i think it's it's time to <clears throat> to bring this conversation to a close for today and um so once again thank you so much and um i hope that many people will find your book and uh hopefully see you next time when your next book uh, is getting published Okay. It would be my pleasure. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Patricia. Have a wonderful day. You too.